0: Bring it down! Yeah! Sam and Michelle! Just a
1: couple of critics! Opinions from people who aren't even in the business! Movies. Music! TV! Or would you flush it down the corner?
2: <laughs> buy it from the store! Couple of critics! Couple of critics!
3: Couple of critics!
0: Fading out my bass! Fading out my bass! For those
3: who don't know, Fading
0: out my bass!
3: Michelle plays the Fading bass! Fading out my bass! Live during the song every time.
0: Every time, and my fade out was pretty good.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. That's why at the beginning you heard her said, you heard her say, "Get down, get down." Yeah, I want to bring up something in the uh, theme song. By the way, welcome to the Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome, I am Michelle. I am Sam. Um, we say, "Would you flush it down the toilet or buy it from a store?" Yes. Do you remember? When we first started talking about this podcast, yes. we were going to make that like a thing. Mm-hmm. Would you flush it down the toilet
0: or would you, or would buy, you it buy it, from it from the at the store?
3: store? Mm-hmm. And we
0: never once, ever, ever <laughs> no, once. no, tried it out. Would, I don't think it would work. You want to try it out later? No. We can, I can write it down and we can come back around to it and <laughs> see if it works. I don't
3: think it works because once we get down to the questions, there's so many variables I found out that i'm always like like when you ask me would you recommend it i go like well fuck how do i think about it i know i wouldn't recommend it to my mom mm-hmm. but i recommend it to you know my friend adam so it's too yeah. many variables
0: too many variables too many
3: i wouldn't flush anything down the toilet i'd have to plunge it out hey hey get no respect hey, hey.
0: we're speaking metaphorically sam In metaphors <laughs> what the fuck's a metaphor well, once again, you are the son of an English teacher, so the fact that you don't know words is very unsettling. Isn't it? I'm kind of
3: a dummy. I know what metaphor means. I'm being silly. Hi.
0: We're doing a podcast. It's about music on this one. It's usually about music. It is. Most of the time. I think music is, uh, is the most enjoyable thing to review, and it flows the best as far as the review process. It's much smoother, and there's more of a structure to it. It's more emotional, too. Yeah. You can feel more. I cry every other episode. This is one where it's up in the air, so we'll see what happens. You're going to weep
3: at the beautiful sounds of the man we are going to talk about today. The man? The man and his band, I assume. I don't know anything about his fucking band. The man. I just know about this beautiful, white-skinned, blonde-haired...
0: Sun-avoiding motherfucker.
3: Beautiful man we call Johnny Winter. (laughs) We
0: call him Johnny Winter. We call him Johnny Winter. Winter. (laughs) Reflects the sun like no other. Except his brother. <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: just get out of the way now.
0: He's an albino he's son a, of a bitch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's. It's uh, not to insult albino people, but every album cover that he is on, he's like a ghastly looking man. Well, he's got some eye situation he's going on. Not just albino. He's, he's got like an ugly fucking face, too. He's not just.
0: You know, we, we don't want to be mean to albino people, but just this specific people. son of a bitch has an ugly fucking face. <laughs> but a beautiful guitar style. Fuck this guy. No, and he has a lot of soul. He is super white, but he's got, uh, you know, he's got
3: soul. Goddamn right. So, do we want to get into it just fast? I mean, we might as well.
0: Yeah, let's just fly on into this. So, this
3: was my pick this week. This was. Uh, it's Johnny Winter. Still alive and well. I think this is the first. Foray into blues for me,
0: right? I think so, yeah. I would say so. I would say so too. I can't really remember what we've done. Have we done a Sabbath album yet? <clears throat> no. I mean, we did just do Led Zeppelin That's recently. So that I would say you. that that was, yeah, I'm just saying that I think that that is as far as I think as bluesy we've as we've gone right? blues wise, yeah. It's just what we've done recently, which is just kind of tapping it on the head with white people. So, had you ever heard of Johnny Winter before? Me? I had heard of Johnny Winter, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> what it was? Because <laughs> he also has a brother who... Edgar. Al- Edgar, who is also a popular musician.
3: People would know an Edgar Winter song before they would know a Johnny Winter song because everyone knows Frankenstein. And if you don't know what See, Frankenstein is... and I said is, I don't know that. You don't, you still don't know it after we listened to it that one time? Did we actually listen to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, okay. so,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> I think they do it a lot
0: at like uh, football games and sports things, don't they? That's what it sounds like to me. Rock, yeah. That's the feeling that I got. It's like a. That one pervert that has a song that everybody still does.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: Gary See, Glitter. But I would consider Johnny Winner's Rock and Roll Hoochie Koo. Cool. Well, you said it's not the same but that, one.
3: It's not the same one. You are used to the Rick Derringer
0: version.
2: and, roll.
3: and uh, Rick Derringer and Johnny Winner work together a lot. And actually, we are going to listen to two Rick Derringer songs today.
0: Yeah, it looks like... Um, He did a lot of covers, Johnny or Rick Derringer. Johnny. Yeah, I think you know he's in that world
3: where there's like certain worlds like blues and jazz where it's like it's okay
0: to play songs that have been around for eighty years. He also did a a good handful of Stone songs as well. Oh yeah, there's two
3: on this fucking album. Mm -hmm, Two, yeah, and that's just this one album. Mm -hmm. I don't know any other Johnny Winter album. I think we're. I'm finding out that. Most bands that I listen
0: to I listen to like one album
3: mm-hmm.
2: and
0: I'm out. I feel that way about a lot of people, and I feel that that might be more common than we even think because there are i don't I don't know how often most people stick with a band through everything. I assume most people fall off with most musicians at some point. Are there any musicians that you stick
3: with currently, like when it comes out, you buy it? Or not buy it, but, you know, at least you make sure you listen to the whole album.
0: Uh, yeah, I, there are multiple artists like I can that. only think of one. Who? Primus. Primus is one for me, for sure.
3: I didn't buy the last one, but I definitely listened to it all. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an album that would have to grow on me in the future. But I don't know, because Green Naugahyde, fucking, I loved that from the second I heard
0: it. So, but who else do you have, like? JT. J T, Justin Timberlake is one of them. Fiona, Fiona Apple is absolutely one of them. I actually physically buy her albums. Yeah, I don't always. I don't own all of Justin Timberlake's yeah, albums, but, but you own all of Fiona's albums. Mm-hmm. How many
3: does she even have? Four. I Four. Well, that's not many.
0: Hmm. Huh.
3: She starves you. She makes you want more.
0: Yeah, and it's been a while. It's been since 2012. Really? So you're so. due. I am fucking due, and I actually think that I
1: read
0: a month or so ago that she is in the studio, or that she has been writing new music, or that something is in the works. I take it she's the type who doesn't just
3: want to. Obviously, if she's only had four albums, she's been around as long as she has. She's not the type to just spit shit out, right? No, it's kind of like it seems like not only does every song have to mean something to her. But it seems like every note has to mean something to mm-hmm. her. And every word, single word, even a syllable maybe has to have a little meaning. Yeah. You know there's bands that just spit shit out because they just need well, as today, content. Yeah. You just need something uh, Yeah, just to something be there. Every so you're day. relevant. Mm-hmm. So people don't forget that you're God, oh,
0: that's so stupid. Doesn't it suck? It sucks.
3: As we put out weekly content ourselves.
0: Well, I mean, uh, we've also tried pushing things more in the past like me with photography Mm -hmm. and i tried to do that more in the beginning where i was trying to post something every to every other day and that shit is irritating
3: it kind of takes away the fun of what you were doing originally why you were doing it originally it
0: turns the whole thing into a job on top of everything else turning into a job yeah and yeah it kind of sucks some of the fun out
2: And then especially
0: when the world around you can do the same thing or more on a cell phone anymore. (laughs) So I just kind of, I mean, I would, I love to do it and I want to still do it, Yeah, but it just seems kind of like, it's like a dying thing right now. Yeah. You just got to just
3: just do it for yourself.
0: Yeah. So I just kind of stepped back from it being like a business thing, but I still really want to do it. Do you think you'd do it more if you went more places? Yeah. Mm, I do. There you go. That might be the key. Mm-hmm. more
3: interesting pictures to take, things you've never seen before. New
1: places. New
3: places that are cool. But Weird albino
1: places. faces. <laughs> but they don't come out poor, during the day.
3: Poor winter boys. They were both born albino. So like that, when you're born albino, right, you're super sensitive to light. It's in your eyes too, right? Like I remember the kid who was born an albino In our school, he wore like sunglasses during the day.
0: Well, let's, I mean, we really need to get into this, but I do, since you brought this up, we had an albino, she was actually in our grade when we were younger. Um, There was a, 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 a boy who was a couple years or a year older than us, but the girl, she was actually in our grade and her last name was White. It's crazy
3: unfortunate for her, right?
0: I feel like that is I mean, that's a crazy unfair coincidence in life that she had just has to live with and until she got married. I'm sure she was happy to change her last name. <laughs> or maybe she was. Maybe she's proud. Be proud. I am white. Be white and proud. I,
4: that, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that sounded awful. Well
0: I mean
2: <laughs> I, what are you gonna oh do? God.
0: This is awful. And you're the one who's so defensive on social media. About gingers? About ginger things. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. Well, you're <laughs> not as white as an albino.
3: No, and I feel bad for him because I know how much it sucks to be in the sun for 30 minutes. I can't imagine having that sun sensitivity, I'm sure too. they're
0: not in the sun for 30 minutes. Oh, that would be
3: awful. I only come out at night. Are you a vampire now?
1: Yes, I... uh,
3: We've offended absolutely everyone. (laughs) Didn't you know
1: that all albino people are vampires?
3: Vampires? Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, let's get into this album.
1: Yeah,
3: Johnny Winter, (laughs) goddammit. Master (laughs) blues guitar player. All right, let's just start the first song, and we can talk over that nonsense. All right, still alive and well. Here we go. First song called Rock Me Baby. Listen to that guitar work go. The shriek. Man. This is just—he's
0: got that sound that you always mention, Molly Hatchet.
2: But it's, yes.
0: that, it's that old black man blues. blues
3: sound.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: I think when people do that, it's that they can't really hit a note with a normal voice. You know, like. Be like rock my baby instead back, rock me baby, rock back, me rock me baby. baby. <laughs> totally the Molly Hatchet or the Christina Aguilera every once in a while.
1: Is he
0: still performing or is he Johnny dead? Winter? Yeah. Oh he died. 2012 I think. Melanoma. I don't know what he died
3: of. <laughs> I think it was cancer. Melanoma. Yeah. I don't know, but he lived yeah. rough. Ooh. <laughs> he, he was a druggie From what I read he like, took peyote on a regular basis At one point in his life Just a wild man But lived this rock and roll lifestyle that You can kind of hear it, it Seems like all he does is rock and roll And party I mean this sounds like a bar right
0: I think this Sounds like a total bar sound Yeah A lot of songs more than others but this for sure I can like taste stale cigarettes in my mouth
3: when I hear certain licks and certain tones that happen. See, he lived to be 70. 70? Mm hmm. Still alive and well. <laughs> now he's dead and. I don't know. Well? Better? He looked pretty rough by the end of it.
0: It says that the cause of his death was not officially released. What? Was he mad? Was it murder? He died in a hotel room. Huh. I wonder if he was on, like, the road getting ready to play. Uh, I think he had been recording. I don't know. There are all these gross pictures of him and then pop-up ads.
3: Gross pictures of him? Is it when he's old? Because when he's old, he's pretty fucking haggard.
0: Um, A little bit, but just all of
3: it. I mean, as a young man, he was just, he just has a wonky-looking eye, and he just wears goofy-ass clothes and, like, puts glitter in certain areas that are weird, so he doesn't help himself in, like, trying to decorate his body to not look goofy. Edgar lives. Fucking right, Edgar lives. (laughs) He's Frankenstein. Edgar (laughs) lives. Can you guess who got me into Johnny?
0: Yo, brother. Yeah. That makes sense. There's only one song, though. This seems like. This seems like it trickled through the Iserts.
3: Like all the Iserts had a dip in it?
0: No, like I feel like this trickled down uh, through him. I mean, like to him through Uncles or something.
3: Yeah, that's what I meant. jimbo yeah i can see that i don't know i'd like to ask bob where he first heard mr winter i remember bob listening to the title track still alive and well and i thought the concept of the whole topic of the song was very interesting and the groove is undeniable in that song which we will hear later
0: Mm-hmm. quite a and, bit later
3: and then later i remember reading a slipknot article uh, Mick Thompson. He's the guitar player. I don't know if you know anything about Slipknot,
0: Michelle. Mm, I only know nice. the name of the lead singer. It's Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Have you ever
3: seen a picture of him, though? The band? The guy has like a hockey mask looking thing.
0: I, I don't remember. I haven't looked at pictures of them enough that I would remember. Someone what? looks like a pig or something.
3: They used to. He's dead.
0: Mm. Well, well, good for him.
3: Paul Gray. <laughs> he got out. No way. <laughs> they wrote a whole album about that, dude. Um <clears throat> Mick Thompson, the guitar player, they were interviewing him about stuff like what he likes to do and like what he's listening to. And I remember he said three things. One of them, they were like, what do you like to do in your spare time? And he said, masturbate. Two, what do you like in life? And he said, cats. <laughs> Holy shit. And three, he said, what are you listening to currently? And he said, Johnny Winter, still alive and well. And I remember being like, holy fucking shit. Mick Thompson, like Mr. Heavy Metal Guy, headbangers just sitting around grooving to old blues Johnny Winter action. Jerking off and looking at cats.
4: (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, this guy's like me. Because at that time,
3: I spent my time masturbating. Hanging out with cats. Hanging out with cats. And uh, I wasn't listening to Johnny Winter, but I knew who he was. You
0: were... Very pale. Looking at Johnny Winter and masturbating? No, you were just pale. Rock me,
4: baby! That's a tough, my penis will.
0: You were jerking Johnny Winter out your dick. Oh, God. Gross. Oh, can't you feel it?
2: Ooh.
3: Here we go. It's just blues the whole time. It oozes out. Well, this is like a groove. Uh, like a, what do they call it? Almost like a doo with that. Uh, Double snare
0: It's just kind of like a classic I don't know
2: Holy
0: shit The guy who wrote it Died when he was 43 What, this song? Yeah Who wrote it? Dan Hartman Dan Harmon? Hartman Hartman I can't believe Dan Hartman wrote this fucking song So what do you think of the he Winter? He was a part yeah, of the Edgar Winter Group. I think yeah, I think him
3: and his brother did a lot of stuff together.
0: Well, I mean also with the guy who wrote the song, that oh, Dan really? Hartman guy. Huh. Yeah, I so bet- he was involved with him in general, I guess. You can't deny the
3: mastery of the guitar. I mean, I would want Johnny Winter playing on my shit.
0: Shit, the guy who wrote the song Died from an AIDS-related brain tumor. An AIDS-related brain tumor? I've never heard of that before. I didn't know the two went together.
3: Not a fan, not a fan.
0: I guess it depends on where Dan you have Harden? gay sex. You don't have to have gay sex. You can have gay sex in the brain though. Gay sex in the membrane. Gay sex the in the, the brain. brain.
1: You get no the go. AIDS,
0: you got no brain. Let's fucker go.
1: Yeah, I like
0: uh, I like the the grooving track. I, this one, I like this track better than the first one because the first song did give me that dirty bar feel. It totally does. There's certain songs on here that give you that dirty bar feel, and then there's certain
3: songs that are just rock and roll. Well,
0: and speaking of that, this album is all over the place genre-wise.
3: Yeah, it really is. There are
0: kind of nice. There are at least five different genres throughout. This whole thing Straight rock and roll Straight
3: country Straight uh, I don't know Like laid back Ballad On there Some dirty Straight up blues
2: mm-hmm.
3: Except that one That sounds like Almost gospel to you
0: Oh yeah Well that's the Country one That sounds like It has a gospel yeah. Vocal arrangement But we'll get to that But then you also have Like the different Kinds of rock because you have like the bar, like almost like southern E sounding. But then. Like that Leonard Skinner sort of tone. But then he does, like, as I said before, he covers some Rolling Stones. And I'm not sure what that connection was. But he has covered multiple Rolling Stones songs in general. Yeah, and and the, two on this album alone. So different influences even within the rock world. And two on this album. And one
3: before released before the rolling stones released it so he had some inside
1: which action.
3: one uh the first one that they do silver train mm. okay. they, they he released it i think maybe a year before the rolling stones did so he was i really think johnny winter was like in with everybody i think he was just one of those dudes that everybody fucking knew he may not have been like mr huge superstar But I think everybody in the rock and roll world was like,
0: holy shit, that's fucking Johnny Winter. This white boy can play.
3: (laughs) Regardless of their race, they said,
0: this white boy can play. It sounded like he hung out with soulful people because he definitely has a natural soul in his singing style and his actual voice. Like in the actual arrangements, ways that he will do things sometimes are very kind of old soul- very, Influenced. Much so. very much just a different singing style. And then when he actually performs vocally, I, even though it's kind of like screeching to try and get there, it's still sometimes it's like, Oh, okay. Wow.
3: Yeah, that's The thing about this dude too, like in this era, sometimes, and I like it, they don't care if it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just, was the emotion there? Was it a, was it a good take? Did we enjoy it? Sure. It wasn't perfect, but Pretty fucking rocking, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, just go with that. I'd much rather have that than like auto-tuned and take seventeen. You didn't hit that F sharp, just perfect. Yeah. Well, but it, but I sounded angry. Isn't that good enough? All right, let's go on to a complete a fucking slamming turnaround.
2: track.
3: Complete turnaround. <sighs> this is a song called Cheap Tequila.
0: Let's bring things way down.
3: It's almost got a hippie vibe to it, too. Peace, man. And he's a hippie looking motherfucker on the cover of this album. He's got like a bunch of rings on his fingers and he's like looking off to the side like he's inspirational.
2: Yeah,
0: I would consider this a very cheesy sound. Everything about it, the whole structure of the song, like right here. I mean, it's just so cheesy to me. And I don't know what it I don't I don't understand what he's trying to convey, like what style he's trying to come across with. Because I don't really get it.
3: I don't know. He didn't write it. This is a, the, yeah. a jam.
0: But the style is weird. Yeah, it is. Because it's like you if you would I don't know, you would almost consider this to be slower or not a rock song based on how it sounds like it was actually written. Like it was written as more of like a slow. I like this part right here. Track.
3: I like the chorus. I like this part. Yeah, it's my favorite part of the
4: whole thing.
3: And then this part sounds fun. It's, it already got cheesy. Yeah, right there, that's when it turns right back to the other. But I'm going to admit that when I'm by myself, I, I've jammed out with this song before because I like that chorus so much. Like, I kind of zone out on this part and just swing back and forth. And then when the chorus comes in, I'll be like,
0: Tequila. Well, and there are a lot of different artists that I think, when I was kind of talking about genres, I also, in my head, I'm also thinking like specific artists, not just genres as well. I think he, he gives me almost like an Alice Cooper feel. Oh, uh,
3: yeah. With this that. song. I can see that. I can hear it, too. I got, I'd like to hear Alice Cooper cover kind of this song. I think Alice Cooper would do a good job. Alice Cooper always does a good job.
0: Maybe not writing the songs cuz they're sometimes really really corny. Did you like his performance in the Jesus Christ Superstar live production? Um it was so I don't know who the uh, character was supposed to be, but it was it cool. was Alice Cooper cool. 100%. I'll get
3: back to that cuz I do love this guitar So I'll let this jam I'm getting older I appreciate different styles of guitar more and I know how hard it is to play some different things yeah sometimes it's easier to just go, yeah. me, 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 me. Then yeah. go like bend two strings at once and
0: then hit, like the
3: third with your pinky it's
0: well I feel like the, I'm making you learn things that are different mm-hmm. to perform live you are uh challenged Quite Damn. different styles yeah. You build up your arsenal Then I mean, you're
3: a better weapon But Back to your Alice Cooper Thing uh, He was King Herod I do believe I can't remember
0: I think that's true I think
3: that's true I blame the director On that one Because he made him Talk to like The fucking Crowd and stuff And like Look at him And be like Embrace hey, me Or something like that. Yeah it was It was, was an Alice too, Cooper show He was too Alice Cooper he wasn't the character. He was just Alice Cooper.
0: Straight Callus Pooper.
3: And uh, I have a soft spot for Jesus Christ Superstar, so I was like, come on, man. Be the role. Don't be Alice Cooper. I know we've hired Alice Cooper, but...
0: You've also seen Alice Cooper live. Yes, I have. So you have uh, a little bit of a soft spot for both, I would imagine. One more than the other. I but... like
3: Alice Cooper a lot for a couple of reasons. I, I like his early music him person. and him as a worker is amazing him as a husband is amazing he's been faithful and with the same woman for i think 40 something years now and he's been on tour every year of that Mm -hmm. and uh it's always refreshing it's like a lot of my green jello friends like they're all family people and it's always nice for me to see them on the road and be like oh you still have morals and like aren't out fucking around Mm -hmm. doing stupid shit and Plus, Wayne's World. Being a piece of shit. Plus, yeah, Wayne's World. He was
0: in Wayne's World. Which is El Guantan for the good land. Yeah, I think that that's. But yeah, I love Alice
3: Cooper. He's the shit. But he's put out some bad fucking music. There's this
0: one song. He has, and that's part of why I maybe get that feeling. You did. I totally did. And there's still a lot of his music that I do not like at all. And I agree. Like, there's this one song
4: where he's like, uh, "Do I play too much Xbox?" Am like, how I watching you
0: porno. Your, you like how you cross your arms?
4: I did, because that's what he does live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, Did I offend you? <laughs> like,
3: c- come on, man. You're like 60 something and you're writing songs as if you're 16 years old.
0: Well, let's. Uh, I say we cleanse the palate after that oh. fucking slow ass jam, unless you have a cover for me. I
3: do. Of It's not a cover, it's Rick Derringer's version of oh. Cheap Tequila. I have not listened to it. Let's give it a listen together for the first time. Sounds way more it hippie.
0: Sounds, it has like a more singer songwriter sound. Faster.
3: Yeah, you're right, it does.
0: And I thought that it had that sound. I mean, you were calling it hippie, but I was kind of thinking like singer songwriter. Right. It's almost like
3: it's country, like John Denver.
0: Yeah, or like James Taylor. Taylor,
2: yeah. Awful.
3: Yeah. Way, way peppier. Whoa! sounds like the intro to like a 70s show where a guy fixes jalopies and sells them for real cheap
0: so far i'm just not digging the arrangement i think the arrangement is cheesy and i can't imagine any arrangement of this that would be like any version of this that would be not cheesy what
1: Love the Lord and dance in the field. Come on, come on, come on, people. And let your hair down. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: And hike up your skirt. <laughs> That's enough of that, Rick introversion of that shit. <laughs> that was not quite what I expected, but it makes sense, I no. think. Johnny Winters is way fucking better. I agree. I think vocally, Johnny Winner was much more uh, appealing.
3: More interesting, mm-hmm. more. It seemed more real, like he was actually feeling something.
0: Yeah, I felt like I was watching a commercial or something. To uh, Rick Derringer,
3: yeah, the original or Johnny Winners, or oh, no, the Rick Derringer. So I
0: don't I know s- who's his original. I would say Rick Derringer because he wrote it. Is what I would guess. Even if it came out later, yeah. So that's what I it, agree with that. That's what the, I was if thinking. If the writer
3: eventually came out with a version, is that the original? I don't
2: know.
0: In I wouldn't case, say that, bit. but I mean, who knows what the different the time difference was? If it came out in the same year, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I w- Yeah, I don't know. All right, we're gonna move on to all tore down, which fucking jams. let's you know, bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. I
3: like it when he does these screams. <laughs> I want to know if Johnny Winter is a guy that. Oh, yeah. Played the guitar and did the vocal tracks at the same time. Like, he was one of those guys that's like, no, I need to do both to feel it. Or if he, you know, did the guitar track and then did the vocals.
0: I bet that he needed the time and the takes to do them separately. I think so. I think so. If he was usually a mess in some sense, or like, like to do things. That's what I've read, but he might have be been one of those guys that didn't do it until the work was done. He definitely did it before the cameras came out. He made that wonked up eye a little wonkier. (laughs) No snow, no show, baby.
4: (laughs) I think the song fucking jams.
0: I think he just has a similar voice to Alice Cooper as well. But yeah, I like the groove of this music a
2: lot.
0: It's straight like rock and roll. Mm-hmm. It's not even blues.
3: This is fucking—it's almost a heavy fucking riff. Put like heavy drums behind it, it would sound like
0: a fucking heavy metal song. I think that too. Yeah. Okay, so it immediately starts sounding like a, it was inspired by James Brown for the rest of the song. When he when he starts that "Good God," there are things that he does vocally that sound inspired by a black vocalist,
2: a
3: soulful man. He obviously was. I think he. This is that. I mean, think about this. Came out in the '70s, so he's like his inspirations are like the original. Mm-hmm. You gotta buy them in the back of the record store. Dirty blues albums, you know. And of course, they're all gonna sound like
2: that.
3: I love that guitar line. This this line right here. Love
0: it. I enjoy that as well.
3: Jamming and even the solo's not a blues solo. I mean, he's using a pentatonic scale, but yeah, it's still it's a rock and roll rock. fucking song. Yeah. He's so clean, too. When he, plays. Woo. he is very clean. And I, can, I can just hear the creativity. He's not standing in one area, he's not doing typical bullshit. He's doing clean, like original wow. licks. I appreciate it, oh so much.
0: I appreciate being licked too. <laughs> Noted
2: indeed.
0: You're aware. We've been together twelve years now, officially. So that doesn't mean I
3: know what you like.
0: <laughs> I mean you know what I like. It doesn't mean you know how I like. <laughs> Just kidding. Who what where when how?
3: I'm all down. down I'm
0: all down Yeah, there's that. I'm Molly Hatchet. See, I always attribute that sound well, to soulful black, black singers. Yeah, it is. And I think that that's... His inspiration definitely down. came from hanging out with black musicians, musicians the and probably black clubs. Because again... He's easier to handle because he's so white. He's like, oh my God, that ghost got soul. That
2: ghost. Ah,
0: There's a Simpsons episode where
3: um, Homer goes into a bomb shelter to to test it out, and then the bomb gets dropped. It's not Flanders, is it? No, later they end up in Flanders. No, that was a different episode. We're, we're putting two together, but this was a Halloween episode where Homer, he was in a bomb shelter while the bomb went off and everybody turns into mutants, basically, that's in the town. That is, is that a take on a Twilight Zone episode? Probably, they're all takes on Twilight Zones, pretty much. I think so, though, but he's, he's in a church, he thinks everyone's dead, he hasn't been approached by the ghouls yet, he's in a church, he's naked. And he's dancing to Macho Man, I do believe, in the church. <laughs> Good for him. At the front, involved with all the pews, pews just going
2: macho, macho, Man. macho.
0: Oh yeah, I do remember this. And then
3: the mutants, I which is they're... like
0: Mo and Hibbert, and
3: you know the townsfolk. They come in and they all have like fucked up faces and like robes. Not
0: King and Kodos? Uh,
3: no, that wouldn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know if they so... mutinized them.
3: No, a bomb dropped like the.
0: They dropped up The country's fought
2: him.
3: and fucked the whole world up. So anyway, Homer gets Sorry. in his car and starts to leave. And he's they're like chasing him in their little hot rod car that they built somehow. Mm-hmm. But they're chasing him through town. And uh so like the creatures are all ghoulish. And he's driving through town, and it shows two guys loading equipment, music equipment into a van, and it says the Winter Brothers. And Homer goes, die, you ghoulish freaks or something like that. And he, he, I remember he turns this. the car in and hits the Johnny and Edgar Winter with his car. And they go over the fucking car and he kills them both because he thinks they're do part that. of the mutants. But really, they were fine. <laughs> they were still loading equipment. And then he gets to the house and he finds out his family's fine because they put so much aluminum Paint on Aluminum. the side of the, or lead-filled paint on the side of the house that it basically made a bomb shelter. Aluminum. <laughs> Hilarious episode. All right, let's move on to oh. rock and roll.
0: I get his ZZ tompa feel immediately. Oh yeah. Uh
2: uh-huh. huh. Remember that? Dun, 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 I have a song dun, dun, called dun, dun, "The Pizza
3: Boy Blues." There, though I think I even put it on one of these episodes. That's a sometimes. typical
0: like twelve-bar blues.
3: Yeah, but trend. do you remember when I did the whole? I did that version of it as Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. I do for a whole group of people eating food. <laughs> I do
2: you remember uh, that? that. Was
3: it was easier to sing. <laughs> Which proves my theory that these guys do this. Voices,
0: cause it's easier, It's easier, but isn't it more wear and tear over time?
3: Depends what f- fucking goofy voice you're doing, really.
4: Oh yeah. Like I think I can this one. And working
0: I mean if he's already partying and was he a smoker?
3: I assume everybody in this time was.
0: So it could be also partly natural rasp that he just leaned into. I have a feeling he chainspoke from an early age.
3: Probably. I always think about that when uh, it shows Frank Zappa footage. Uh And they're in a studio with like 12 people in one little room. And like four of them are smoking cigarettes. There's no fucking windows in there. There's no air system getting that shit out of there why aren't you hitting
0: these notes and these poor
3: two women who were supposed to hit these crazy notes are just sitting there like (coughs) but they probably smoked too who fucking knew (coughs) Paul You don't know maybe they that's all they were allowed to because you couldn't do
0: drugs you couldn't drink or anything if you worked for Zappa oh for Zappa that's true all you could do is like fuck smoke cigarettes and and have sex so yeah if you didn't smoke cigarettes drink coffee you we were, you we were fucking, that was definitely his vice. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
2: All
3: right. I'm going to do this episode of service because we got a lot to get through. This is a standard rock and roll blues song. So I'm just going to cut this baby. Out. Well,
0: it is called rock and roll. Yeah. So it's it is a eight standard. bar blues.
3: It's basically just Johnny winter, you know, showing his prowess on a fucking guitar which we all know is fucking well why is this playing? that was weird alright so let's move on to Silver Chain, which is the is, first of the Rolling Stones yes. covers and I never knew that until did the research for I this I hear it
0: oh my god I hear it so
3: hard on this song did you when you first heard it and didn't know it were you like this has a Rolling Stones sound or when you read that it was a Rolling Stones cover were you like
2: of course yes, I'm going. Get
0: now. Well, I actually do know this song, but I kind—I forgot about it. Of the, the Stones version, um, but he sticks with the singing style and everything, which to me, I was just like Rolling Stones <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, it does. He, you're
3: right. Oh my God, I just heard in his voice.
0: Yeah, he just uh, like absorbs, kind of like. Chameleon, him, chameleons himself. I don't know. He definitely is able to blend in to different things, but to the point where this it almost sounds like a fucking carbon copy to me.
3: Well, I, I have the exact to the same harmonies.
0: Version. Oh, uh, do you have it on here? Uh, I have it on here. We're gonna listen to it after this. So it sounds similar. I mean, I think this has more of like a fun, full. Almost like room sound, like bar room sound. This one, I think so. Yeah, it's got like that grand piano in the background. I'm just, I'm saying compared to the, I think it Rolling has Stones. more energy than the Rolling Stones one. I think he turned it up a notch. <laughs> I like this song. I didn't know it was a
3: Rolling Stones song. I've always liked this song. It's just like, it sounds almost like a uh, ragtime jam. Like, I almost see a video where they all have handlebar mustaches and they, like, look like cowboys, but they're still playing, like, rock and roll. Yeah. And a guy's, like, got the piano with the rolling thing on it. Oh, yeah. They turn around and got suspenders hey. on it and they look over and the batar, the batar, the bartender's spitting in a glass and cleaning it. Because uh. that's how you clean glasses in the Old West. You and you think then- that's real or that was just happened in one fucking story and it's just now a trope?
2: I
0: I imagine the latter of the two. Nobody ever in time was like, yeah, clean it with your spit. That's the way it works. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, because it always happens in like a desert setting where I assume they're lower on water, even though there's always a water tower that gets fucking holes shot into it and then the water gets spilled out. Desert? Desert. Is the Old West a
3: desert or was it just... We didn't have grass then.
0: Well, I think that they Did they're, I say the dumbest thing in the world? If you go out, like, southwest, it's more deserted. Okay, I and mean, actually not even just that, out west in general, because, oh, like, yeah. the Dakotas. I
3: didn't even think about it. It's called the Wild
0: West. It sure is, sir. <laughs> uh,
3: sometimes my stupidity amazes me. I'm
0: sure it amazes you as well. In more of an exhausting sense But yeah (laughs) There's a form of amazement
3: (laughs) (laughs) Alright I'm going to fade this one out Because it just does that For like the next 40 seconds
0: That's fine We are going to check
3: out The Rolling Stones Version
0: Silver Train Of
3: that song Silver Train Here we go This is the first time for me This is like a Sounds more like a Train hopping version Louder, I'll
0: tell you. I I want
2: to hear it.
3: So, what I say. People didn't like the Rolling Stones then, too, right?
0: People have always liked the Stones. I mean, not like this. I can't stand the Rolling Stones for some reason. And is it because of Mick? I think so.
3: And it also always sounds like sticks to me, like they're all playing sticks. I don't know. I've just never liked the Rolling Stones. It's probably Mick Jagger the most. God, I, don't, I do not like his voice, I do not like his face, I do not like his
0: mouth. I agree. I don't like the way he moves. No, I don't like any, I don't like anything about him. I feel like the song moves like Jagger should have been much more negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a. It's not a. An accurate representation of the way that he moved his body. Oh, was he gonna say ding dong? Hold on. It's I really want to hear ding dong because that part makes me laugh. No matter who says it.
2: Ding dong.
0: Right, dying down. <laughs> that is not what I expected at all. That's funny. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I like the Johnny Winter version more. He added much more energy right, yeah. and life to it. And uh, yeah, he brought it up a notch for sure. I think I'm finding out that Johnny Winter is just like a
3: more energy rock and roller kind of guy anyway. Like, mm-hmm. he would be the kind of dude that's like, hey, well, come on, let's get it going. Let's- Come on now. Alright, let's do one more and take us a break. Alright? That
1: sounds good. Kay. I'm getting
3: toasty in this room. Toasty. Alright, this is a song called oh, Ain't S- Nothing to Me.
0: And this is the country this song. Is the balls out full country song. I like the lyrics and of I, this song. I think this has the um verses have the gospel vocal arrangement. This
2: one.
0: It's so old. Sorry, I just. Uh, like a fucking snake, but it, uh. Sibilance. Sibilance.
3: The gospel thing. Eh?
0: But I, I just hear that in that old country, like southern sound. And to build on your point from earlier, you're saying he does like the Mick Jagger voice? Mm hmm.
3: You're right. Every genre he decides, that's the voice tone too. It's not mm-hmm. like, here's my voice and that's what it's gonna you sound like. Excuse me, on every fucking
0: track, it's like he completely no, this is a country song. I got a, I got what's that you say? Yeah, he changes his colors. I like love a that part though. When he's like, I Ain't nothing to me. It's a graggle. We had there. talked about this. You had said that you could hear like Hank, Hank
2: three, three doing this. Taray.
0: I agree.
3: And I wouldn't be surprised if he has. See that man Sounds like there's an aggression in it <laughs> Like doing that shit Drink uh, hey. and leave while you can. Totally It's like Weird Al <laughs> When he <laughs> I did not think that was gonna happen in this episode And I'm pretty proud of myself for hitting that yeah, one Yeah you were on it Um when he does his parodies, he also, it's not just his voice, He's his he morphs into what their voice sounds like. Sure, it's, his, it's still his tone, but he at least does it in their style, like that one song. Uh, not down to me. Once there was this king who... Yeah, oh.
2: crash test I him. It's
3: perfect.
0: I know, but Johnny Winter wasn't... I feel like he did a lot of covers... And playing a lot of other people's songs, but he wasn't trying to like be a—he wasn't parroting anything. But he definitely completely took on the style. It's almost like he's like, no, that's what the song is. Why would I?
3: What do you mean? I'm not gonna sound like me singing a rock song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a country song.
0: When you sing a country song, you sound like this. Hey buddy. Hey, buddy. Oh, rock and roll. Was one of the uh, two songs that Johnny Winter actually wrote on this album, like full credit, right? Because yeah. I think he helped maybe with the Rick Derringer
3: songs. I think maybe I'm not going to go down on the record, but I think he had like a hand in it. Well, but that's crazy to only have credits. two yeah. full writing credits.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But he's in that era, in that era, and era, era. <laughs> he's in that era and genre that he can genre is genre Th- that's what you did it's just like motown back in the day motown. and all those people <laughs> i just want to keep doing it era motown mo how do you do mo motown <laughs> you got to
0: say like fey. me ta some fair whats Fey. fey? met hey. Faz is like a f- effeminate, uh, kind of like the stereotype fatty. gay voice. <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, you want to take us I think a little breaky? I, I think it's time uh, to
0: poo uh, to, <laughs> to break after that. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably we're a gonna good idea. break stuff. <laughs> what like uh? Like
2: little biscuit, little biscuit, lit biscuit. I'm saying uh. it
0: wrong. I'm not prepared. Saddle bags. Oh, yeah. Ricky D. Lay it
4: on me.
2: We'll be back.
4: (laughs) Uh, Students,
3: today is Salisbury steak for lunch and uh, presenting to you.
2: Hi, everyone! It's time for America's favorite interview show!
4: Getting Deep with Dan Bensley! I'm your co-host, Stretch Lame Leg! And now, give it up for the man of the hour, Dan Bensley!
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright, let's get this started! Let's bring out a very special guest for tonight! You may know him as the dude who rubs karaoke at the Interstate
1: 75 Dive, or possibly the guy who eats your trash. Let's bring out
2: Outrageous Filmin!
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Do I just sit right here? (laughs) I I asked you a question. (laughs) Do I just sit right there? (laughs) Why won't he fucking answer me? What the hell's going on?
0: (laughs) Allow me to explain, uh... Dan Bensley's got a very unorthodox way of doing interviews,
4: and, uh, you just have a seat right there, and, uh, right let Dan do his thing, and I promise, we're gonna get some grade-A material, baby. Uh, I mean, alright, I've done weirder things, let's do this thing, Dan. <laughs> so, uh, uh do you ask any questions, or, uh... well, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, speaking of questions, I'm sort of questioning coming on this show. I mean, if I'm honest with myself, I've been questioning a lot of things lately. I mean, why do I actually hate my brother Regis as much as I do? I mean, what did he really do to me? You're right. I mean, is it actually that I hate myself and not my brother? Oh god, Dan Bensley, you've really held up a mirror to my life, and I don't like what I see. (laughs) Please tell me, Dan, how do I fix this? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I just gotta pull up my bootstraps and be the best outrageous that I can be. Oh, man, that was a really good interview. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dan. Thank you. Thank you, everyone at home. <laughs> All right, that was Getting Deep with Dan Bensley. Thank you,
2: and good night, America.
4: Uh, students, please pay. Is this sister on the Fritz again?
3: Hello? Can you hear me? Alright, I think it's working. Students, this is a paid advertisement.
1: So open up your fucking ear holes. Hi, y'all. It's me, Sandy Hooks. I just wanted to check on in with y'all and let you know about some of the delicious food you can get down here at the Bob Marley Restaurant. We've got all kinds of Rastafari-inspired dishes for the whole family to enjoy, like... Buffalo chicken... Dreadlock pasta, and try one of our delicious Jamaican steaks. Is this blood from the Jamaican rare steak that I will be eating? We got loads of breakfast foods. Wajamin with eggs, bacon and ham. I toast you like jammin' too. We've got a wide variety of tacos. We dodged the tariffs, so we did not lose the pork belly tacos. And for a limited time, try our new vegetarian special. Three little burgers with broccoli florets. Come on down to the Bob Marley restaurant off of Interstate 75. Tell them Sandy Hook sent you and get a free American flag magazine clip for the kids.
2: This
3: is Johnny Winter live. At the Natoden Blues Festival in 2006, so he's in his 60s. He's Here not he putting
1: the
0: voice on so much.
3: No, he's. If you look at the video, my wife. He is in a chair. And he's.
0: Like with wheels on it?
3: I don't know if it is a wheelchair, but he's definitely not standing up and jamming. But he's looking old. But he's still playing well. Listen to it.
0: I mean, he's fucking jamming. I wonder if the Beatus took any of his toes. There he is. Yeah. This fucking yeah. Rob Halford looking motherfucker.
3: He does kind of look. Her- but if you'll notice, this fucker plays with a thumb pick. It's not. See, it's just attached to his thumb. The country style. Yeah, so he's using all of his fingers. He's got fingernails like Esteban on his right hand. Gross. And he's jamming with all the fingers. No fucking wonder he can hit all those notes so well. That son of a bitch.
0: That means that he has pretty equal, even finger control.
3: Yeah. Because I know for a
0: fact that my pinky is not nearly as strong as my thumb yeah. or my pointer finger. Absolutely. It takes time to build that strength in a fucking pinky when you are learning how to play. Yeah, it sucked. I, that was something I wasn't a big fan of. When we were taught how to play a guitar.
3: Oh, yeah. In school.
0: I don't have very long fingers and I've got tender fingers made for pushing, not plucking. <laughs> but that
3: was pretty impressive in his 60s, still jamming like that. He's I always.
0: Still alive and well. I,
3: well, he was then. I always love it when guys that are old, like even though he's in a chair, I bet everything else in his life is hard,
0: but he can still sit down
3: and fucking wail.
0: And I yeah. think that
3: rules. He
0: probably needed to make money. I bet he wasn't great with money cuz he partied a lot. Maybe not,
3: or maybe you know there's some guys that they did it right so like they weren't destroyed by the fame. They just mm-hmm. had a nice working career. They actually enjoyed it.
0: And he may- maybe he liked the road. Maybe it was a combo that he liked it and he needed to cuz I'm sure at some point he was like I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. But I bet it was some- needed
3: to eat. I mean, it was like one show or two shows a year by the end of it. You know, I'm Johnny fucking Winter. Give me, give me, me, me $30,000 and I'll be there. You know, and it's at a blues festival. People are going to know. It's like Johnny Winter would have been a huge fucking name. Yeah. I mean, maybe not a BB King. No, but. But still huge. Yeah. And in the blues community, I assume those guys, they're deep. They're deep into the know-how. All right, let's get going with this goddamn album again. What is the album? Well, the album is also the next song we were about to listen to. This is the title track? Title track, Still Alive and Well, or as I like to call it, Still Alive and Mel.
0: Oh, yeah. Swell. Still Alive and Swell. Oh, no, I'm just saying Swell to Mel.
3: Love that part. Let's do this fucker.
0: Let's do this fucker.
3: Then they mess it up. (laughs)
0: I like banter.
3: Yeah, I do too, and I love inside studio shit. When you get a peek behind. First song I ever heard by
0: Johnny Winter. Love it. Is this one of his most popular songs? I do not know. I mean, as far as I know, because I know him from you, for the most part, I feel like I heard his name, but I had not been familiar with his music at all until you still alive mel i am yeah, not sure would, then i kind of smell
2: because <laughs> hey, my name is mel
3: <laughs> yeah you sticky son of a bitch it's his shoes we think anyway that was the mel man fuck you mel fuck you mel <laughs> remember when mel was hanging out with us after that show i do <laughs> he very
0: timidly looked at you and he was like fuck you He's not Matt. <laughs> you turned him into Matt. I miss Matt. Yeah,
3: Matt was fun.
0: Matt's a funny bitch-ass tenderoni at the same time. <laughs> it was a good combo. Being like a bitchy old woman and like a super nice guy.
3: Oh, yeah. He was hilarious.
0: One time he I told me Matt. that he
3: was looking at porno and uh, he was like, he's like, I clicked on this video and I like, all of a sudden, I don't know what I'm looking at. And then it zoomed out, and it was a bubble. <laughs> and I remember it clear as day. And then he said, I made it up. And I was like, no fucking way, Matt. Why would I make that up? I would make up
0: something Because he was embarrassed that he told you that God, it was so funny And now I just told everyone in the world We've rung in the new year with Matt before Just Uh, the three of
3: us Oh yeah That's when I was still drinking Mm -hmm. And you crashed like two, I think And you guys stayed up And I stayed up Because Matt barely drank He only had a couple beers Mm -hmm. But I drank like three quarters of a bottle of whiskey And I stayed up and watched him play Simpsons Hit and Run for like four hours.
0: You just watched him play? Yeah, I was too drunk to play anything.
3: I was just having more fun doing commentary. Then how could you stay awake? Oh, when I was drinking and it was whiskey time, it was like a challenge. It was like, how much can I get down?
0: Alcohol eventually knocks me out. It gives me a headache or it makes me tired.
3: For me, it seemed that it would give me crazy amounts of energy until I was passed out. It was like, go, 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 train, 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 chug, 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 hit a wall, blacked out, gone, done, keep himself.
4: <laughs>
2: but
3: that was also the night that I was like, I'll shave my mustache into a Hitler mustache for some fucking reason. I don't know why. I was like, I bet you don't think I'll do it. Then I ran to the bathroom and did it. I didn't remember it until the next day I woke up and looked in the mirror and I was like, Why do I have a Hitler mustache?
0: You did it because you're jealous of the fact that your mom didn't give you all of her attention because some of it went to her love of the Holocaust and Jewish people, that you loved Hitler a little bit on the inside. So you had to get that mustache. I'll accept that explanation.
3: I'm going to say, in my theories, I think it was around the time when Jordan did that one commercial where he had a Hitler mustache. Michael
0: Jordan? Mm-hmm. And I think I was making fun of that I know the
3: next day I shaved the rest of my mustache
0: That was another Derringer song
3: Yeah, it is Because I have the Rick Derringer version right now
0: mm. Let's lay it on us, Ricky D No chitter-chatter In the beginning if you ever take a look to see you Slower Sounds 80s It's more produced Oh, yeah. I don't like the vocal effect. The echo. It's definitely a different sound. It's like a bratty kid that needs smack to the mouth. <laughs> you got a look on your face like
3: you're chasing something gross. I just think he's, he sounds douchey. He does kind of have a douche sound. It's way more produced. It sounds cleaner. It sounds like he... Has cleaner teeth.
0: He had white sneakers, his collar was popped on his fucking jean jacket. Absolutely. Look up.
3: Have you seen him? I have. He's got a look to him that's kinda of like that.
2: I think about the past, it only brings down.
3: I love that riff though. That damn.
2: This part. <laughs>
0: uh.
3: But Ricky D is ruining it for sure.
0: Yeah, he's not uh, fun to look at. <laughs> He's—he looks so happy, doesn't he? No. Everything
3: I saw, he looks so happy and shiny. And you know how I hate happy and shiny. I don't
0: see that at all. So I don't know, but I would rather look at Johnny Winter because he at least has much more character in his face and his eyes. I bet he was such a nice guy, Johnny Winter. Yeah. Probably.
3: it was really fucking cool. Mhm. Like you probably sit around. He just like pulls out a bag of coke.
0: And it's like, yeah, get
3: you some. And you're like,
0: fuck yeah, Johnny. And I'd use my pinky nail to <laughs> scoop it out.
3: <laughs> yeah, Michelle's working on her coke pinky
0: nail. Not on purpose. <laughs> I'm just trying hard. I'm trying to not bite my nails, and I've been really unsuccessful. But That's... the only one I've been able to not touch the most is one my right pinky nail. I don't know why. Because you want that snow. Yeah, but I'm not just going to all of a sudden find cocaine when I... Yeah, you will. ...grow one pinky nail uh, long. I bet you will. You That's go out in public and somebody sees that, they're going to be like, holy shit. And they're going to come up to you be like, hey, want to bump? It's also a great booger picking finger, so I really don't want to get scratched on the inside of my nose. Yee, so you're trying to not bite your fingernails. I mean, it would be a nice thing to quit... I think because it's a gross habit, but it's not something I've ever been anywhere near successful at because I'm I'm superly I'm super orally fixated. Oh, and I asked,
3: yeah, me too. I also bite my fingernails and have for my entire life as long as I can remember.
0: Bite my nails.
3: I eat my boogers. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> when I was younger, I bit my toenails when I was like really a little. It could Uh, bend like that. I remember before I realized how fucking gross it was. I
0: remember just being like, "Look what I can do," basically, and doing it, (laughs) and just being like, "I can do this." And then everyone was always just like, "That's gross." gross." the thought of it now is uh, horrendous. But I think I even did it in like high school secretly. If like (laughs) I didn't have something (laughs) around and it was like driving me crazy, (laughs) I'm just like. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but it, I, it wouldn't just, like, I would just kind of, like, get it started. Because you can't really always it. just tear. Yeah, but just to get it, just like like a package. Sometimes you can't just tear it open. you got to use your mouth <laughs> to get the first tear. And then you use your hands to tear the rest. Oh, man. And then you tear it and it goes too far down and you bleed. I don't usually have that problem because I... You good at tearing? I'm I'm good at ripping. I'm good at tearing. <laughs> I'm good at... <laughs> <laughs> I'm. um I think I also don't let my nails. I, I I guess I let them grow a bit before I rip them off. So I don't so I don't keep them very short. The low point is still kind of high.
3: Yeah. So I was gonna say. Is it some it's gross no matter what it's a problem no matter what if you bite your fingernails but I think there's. Two types of people that bite their fingernails. There's ones that just do it and kind of keep them short, you know, kind of not manicured but groomed. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that like eat the whole fucking nail, and then they got like just like a scab. They're like my bro. I don't. know if- I don't do that. I think there's Bob an- used to. I don't chew think it's either sideways. one or the other. I
0: don't keep mine manicured because no, I, I still- don't mean
3: manicured. I just meant groomed. Like you're not doing it to eat sideways. You're not doing it to like. Remove the whole fucking nail. Well, no,
0: that's insane. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I do, like, bite the skin all around my nails mm. and stuff. You don't bite no, the skin? No, I'm thinking
3: about when my brother used to bite his nails sideways. And he just had scabs for fingernails.
0: How? That means he had to, like, remove. He went
3: this way, like, towards the top of the nail. Like,
4: that way.
0: I'm just like just like filed it, it down
3: yeah and I just you know when you get part of it started you know you know leaf it out and it was bad he doesn't do it anymore
0: you gotta stop talking about this because I can't stop putting my fingers on my fucking mouth <laughs>
3: all let's all move right. on to the
0: next song yeah, yeah. Johnny right. Winner Winner Me Good <laughs> what'd you say Winner Me Good <laughs> what the fuck is this word
3: second all too much secondal? all? What is secondal? Can you look it up, my wife?
0: Yeah. Are you going to do a Google thing? Okay, Google. What is secondal? It
2: didn't. Okay, Google.
0: <laughs> what is second-all?
4: Seacobarbital is a sedative treat trouble falling asleep insomnia it can also make patients sleepy before surgery or medical procedures
0: is that did it get it right second that's what it said s-e-c-o-n-a-l and the brand name is second yeah but it's like seco is the name that it read in the voice but yeah i can treat trouble falling asleep it can cause paranoid or suicidal ideation impair memory judgment and coordination combining with other substance particularly alcohol can <laughs> slow breathing and possibly lead to death so this is literally a song about taking too much drugs you got too much second I
3: always thought he was said this because right here let's listen
2: stop the way you're doing want me know you this was the wrong part
0: She lives life too fast so he wants to slow her down I don't know I think he's saying that
2: She's
3: taking Second all and doing And drinking Like she's living life too rough But there's a line later where he says You've done too much second all And I've thought for years He was saying And you've done too much sucking off he was telling oh, this chick she's been uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> sucking too much dicks. This might be it right here. I believe
2: well, you're taking too much second all.
3: Yeah, there you go. I believe you're taking too much, all. Yeah, taking yeah, too much mean, second all. No, no, right I now. never knew what this song was about, and I love the fucking flute. Oh, love it. Tommy Ian Anderson. Would <laughs> you shit if it was Ian Anderson that did the flute track? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I was this sound popular at this time or did this belong to only a handful of artists? On, or was there sound? like a breakout... Like flute sound. Was there a flute invasion? <laughs> there was the great flute invasion of 1972. Flautus invasion. Um, I do think
3: there was a time for maybe two years where flutes were in popular music. Like they'd just be shoved in here and there.
0: You sound so much of the person going Ooh.
3: Yeah, it that is that. Ooh. So that's not just that Ian Anderson thing going yeah. It almost sounds like they have to just do the note with their mouth at the same time as blowing through it. Like you have to go. Like you're a ghost.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
0: No good at all. No good at all. Ah, so blues no <laughs>
3: It's got that slide guitar in it, too. You hear that resonator guitar. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a too much
4: too much See? It sounds like you did not too much sucking off.
0: Yeah, it does sound like that quite a bit. You did too much sucking off. All right, that
3: was that. I'm just going to let it play. This is Let It Bleed, which is the other Rolling Stones song. This one was released by the Rolling Stones first, though. Some people were like, Hey, I know this song. This is an old Nicky J
0: and... uh."
4: What's that other fucking
0: Richards yeah, K-R Keithy Richards Keithy R <laughs> K-Rich
3: If Mick Jagger and Keith Richards Rick Did a Jagger. rap group They should be called M-Jag and M- oh, I can't think of it What would you call the rap names of Mick Jagger And That fucking asshole that I can't think of his
0: name Even though we just said it Kager and Mitchards. I like it. That sounds like a uh... oh, notes Oates almost. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Kager and Mitchards. Beep, beep, beep. Mitchards. Does this also sound like a... Uh... No, he's not singing it. I don't think he's adapted the uh, vocal style at all in this. He's doing his style. He abandoned the really old taking the singing style.
2: Yeah also haven't
3: heard the rolling stones version of this song so we're going to hear that next
0: this part we all need someone to cream,
4: cream on. on what the fuck you can cream all I i mean that's we're not being shy about what that means
0: right not at all <laughs> so if just let it bleed mean that like is that talking about fucking on the rag or maybe
3: just let it bleed baby
0: holy shit what is the meaning of let it bleed let me see this
3: I know that uh,
0: Eminem likes to let it...
2: bitch! <laughs>
0: N- We're never going to let that go. <laughs> no! If
3: I had to go through that album more than four times, I'm going to talk about it for the rest of my life.
0: No, it's about an intravenous, intravenous drug user playing for successfully finding a vein. What? what that said. I don't know if that's true. That's what that one thing said. The Rolling Stones song. That's what it said. Let it bleed gonna- is the term for We're IV drug users. Shaded, blah, blah, blah. Let it cream? I don't know. That's just that let it bleed. Does heroin cream on things? Let's see what this website says while we're listening to this song. And by the time I get to it, it's probably gonna be over.
3: That's fine because we're listening to the Rolling Stones version too. See, and then
0: this website says, "What do you got?" This that said that it was a reference to Keith Richards' fingers bleeding so much from playing the guitar that they wouldn't hold out much longer. Does make sense What are the fucking lyrics Let's just read the lyrics What do you got We all need someone To lean on If you want You can lean on me She said My breasts They will always be open Baby You can rest your weary head Right on me My breasts There will always be A space in my parking lot When you need a little Coke and sympathy Interesting We all need someone We can dream on You want it baby You can dream on me baby So it's not cream on It gets to that Oh Feed on <laughs> That says feed He definitely said cream Yeah he
3: definitely said cream
0: Mr mm. Maybe that was just his take mm. on it
3: Maybe maybe he's like I like it one thing's cream On me This is the Rolling Stones version Which sounds way fucking different already Yeah this is completely different It sounds like the Rolling Stones
0: I can point the ragtime piano sound. Yeah, I hear that too. Yeah, the lyrics are feed, not cream. I imagine... I feel like Johnny Winter said cream, but I imagine it's not cream.
3: Not only does it sound like he said cream, but it, that one, it sounds like he leans into it. like It's, it's like, you can cream, oh.
0: Yeah, this... <clears throat> This website that has the Let It Bleed lyrics from Johnny Winter does say "cream." Goddamn right. So what are the Johnny Winter lyrics? It might be different entirely. I just backed out as soon as you asked. Oh them. no!
3: Shit! Which one was it? Oh my! That's not a big deal. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Yeah. He just wanted to say "cream" on. It. All right, I am bored with this. Fu- I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that song anyway. So yeah, that it makes slowed sense. down by the Rolling Stones does not help me at all.
0: Oh, one of the things um, that wasn't mentioned that I thought was an interesting fact about Rick Derringer. Yeah. Um, he was a member of the McCoys. K-K-K? Sorry. <laughs> he was a member of the McCoys. All right. And they are most known for their single "Hang On Sloopy." Oh, you know what? I did read that. That's
4: right. Hey. Hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang on. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) That was one of the first songs I learned on guitar. Sloopy, let your hair down,
1: girl. Let it hang down on me. Sloopy, let your hair down, girl. Let it hang
2: down on me. Yeah, yeah. Guitar solo.
0: Wow,
2: wow, wow.
0: Oh, oh, wow, wow, wow. All right,
3: let's move on. This is Lucille. Is this a song that's been played throughout history or <laughs> Little Richard the uh, First?
0: It was written by Richard Henneman, also known as Little Richard. Okay, so it is a Little Richard song. Yes. Oh, I wanted to say earlier that, once again,
3: Johnny Winter spiced up a Rolling Stone song. I like that way better, but this song fucking jams.
0: Fuck yeah, I I like because you've mentioned in the past that you don't really like Little Richard that you think he's annoying or whatever. Have I? I thought so. I have seen Little Richard live in concert. Really? Really. I. You know what I remember? I used to have the greatest hits of his when I was younger and I loved it. But what do you remember? I mean, I do remember that you saw him, but I don't remember what you're gonna say.
3: I remember. The shiniest man I have ever seen in my entire life. Outfit or skin? Outfit.
0: And hair? I assume his hair was really oily His
3: hair was very, very black, like shoe polish black. Um, So much pancake makeup, you could see it from where I was. At that time, Mm -hmm. my eyes weren't shit, so I could actually see. Yeah. It was uh, the Mojo thing that I bring up all the time. We had a radio station called Mojo. No, 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 no.
2: It's not it's Mojo. WGRR. It's not
3: WGRR. They did all these fast and I'd go to it every summer with my mom and our neighbor Helen. And it was always a good fucking time. And all I remember is I don't remember playing any songs. I just remember a huge white grand piano, and he was wearing a suit that was made out of like mirrors, it seemed. Amazing. And so many white lights over top of him. He just shined so fucking bright, the only thing you could see was Little Richard, and it made everyone just, like, all day people are walking around, you know, and paying half attention to the band, you know, some of the old ladies are paying attention, when Little Richard went on, I remember everyone was just like, it's Little
0: Richard time, and I'm sure he put on a hell of a fucking show, it's Little Richard, right? I love Little Richard, I think that would be great, I imagine a show of his would be great, he's definitely still alive. I'll have to ask my mom if she remembers it. He's 86. I used to go to
3: those things and have dreams that I would have little romances that day. Like, what if there's a cute girl here? We, like, hang out and hold her hand and then I call her later tomorrow. Of course, it never fucking happened. I'm a goddamn weirdo. I don't know how to talk to women or girls at any point or age in my life. Sorry, never happened. I would just eat these steak hoagies from this place called Richard's. Oddly enough, let's listen to Lucille by Little Richard while I'm talking about this.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that boogie-woogie. I love it. Yeah. Boogie-woogie, that was the word and I was looking screamed. for earlier. Little Richard, he at least is a self-professed architect of rock and roll. He says that he helped start rock and roll, pioneer it. I'll give it to him.
3: You won't do his oh voice is very, God. like, aggressive.
0: And so soulful at the same time. Yeah, yeah, his whole style and everything. He's just so wild and energetic. And shiny. I fucking love (laughs)
3: Little Richard. I really do. He definitely does not play shows anymore, right?
0: No. He's too old for that shit. Yeah, he's gotta be. He invented rock and roll. (laughs) He's 86. He always used to have really black lips. Like he put black lipstick on or something. Oh, yeah. I remember watching a...
1: Uh,
3: I think I would like Little Richard a lot more now. If I had ever said anything in the past. Yeah. So let's just... i dance my ass off. I love this shit. Love it. And that it's kinda so good to me. Sometimes Boogie Woogie and like when it's like super white boogie woogie it gets mm-hmm. real fucking boring. And it's kinda lame. But when you put little
0: Richard voice on it and it's got that soul to it, you're like, fuck yeah, this is a party. Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. I just imagine people in a small club. I imagine bar. John Candy. <laughs> <this morning>, <laughs> I like to imagine John Candy most of the time too.
3: Especially
0: when we fucking
3: Good stuff Good, good, good stuff We should
1: watch on Candy and Bone <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's so funny Alright, let's All move on righty, to the Tanty. last song from the album And then I have a cover of this song as well Actually, it's probably, it's the original Okay Because this is a Bob Dylan song
0: It is, yes
3: Which I'm interested in now to listen to his voice and see if he Bob Dylan's it up I don't think he does, from what my memory serves Back to that same rock and roll chug. So, definitely does not Bob Dylan.
0: Not at all, no. From a Buick 6 is a weird song title. But Bob Dylan had a lot of weird fucking song titles. I'm sure he still names his songs weird. He names them I'm Bob Dylan,
3: Give Me Money. I'm not a big fan of Bob Dylan either. either. Really. It's
2: alright. Maybe all
3: this will change as I get older. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm
0: 45 and all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to dig the Rolling Stones. And Appalachian chant music. I still think that they would always be lower on your list of things that you would groove to. I think you could groove to Rolling Stones, but I just think there would be much less your in your lane than a lot of other things.
3: All right, there is a car called the Buick 6. The Buick Master 6 to be precise. It was 6 cylinders. And there is what it looked like. Wow, so that's the Buick 6 is
0: what they're talking about. Why is are there Bigger tires right behind smaller tires. Hey, what the tires. fuck is that? What well, if this guy just chopped that out?
3: Oh yeah, that's not it at all. What the fuck? Wait, yeah, six-wheel factory cars. Huh. That thing is crazy. The Buick Electra. Anyway, that was exciting. <laughs> to everyone. I kind of am very surprised that this was the end of the album. It's kind of lackluster. It's just a generic-ass song.
0: Yeah, it's high energy, but it's definitely generic. And it's fading out on its own.
3: Yeah, that's only two minutes and 38 seconds long. We're going to listen to the Bob Dylan version now. I think it always
0: kind of surprised me for that reason. It's just kind of like, oh, it's over.
3: They definitely uh, did not remaster the Johnny Winter album. and They remastered it. Rolling Stones and Bob Dylan for sure. Because they're like twice as loud.
2: Sounds like
0: Dylan. It's not Dylan milking it as much. I think that Dylan milked it more as time went on. And he was like...
3: Did he become a character of himself? Caricature? I I think...
0: I I mean, yeah. Because it's not always his voice this is like a put on thing this is a gilbert godfrey sort of thing
3: (laughs) yeah you're right imagine gilbert godfrey doing
0: bob Dylan songs there's a screw in the little walkway that you left for the cats and there's a screw for them to step on you're a bad father (laughs) they won't step on it they're cats one a, has three legs. It might miss something. Yeah, three legs. He's got less of a chance to step on it.
3: <laughs> if everyone could see the look I
0: just got on it, this guy. No, the look I just got. Oh. It was like your eyes. If everyone could see the look on this guy. <laughs> Get a look on this guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> your, your eyes closed halfway and just gave you this like dead stare.
0: Well, it's a very common look. <laughs> yes. So we should just capture it sometime, and then that's just the face that everyone can imagine. <laughs> All right, I'm done with this fucking Bob Dylan going. I forgot that we weren't doing a Bob Dylan album. Yeah, we're not. So you're allowed to back out of that. So that is uh, that was the album. That's the album. That's, that's the, the Johnny album. Winter album, still alive and Mel <laughs> So Sam, <clears throat> oh Michelle. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I've been drinking some Dr. Peppa for the caffeine and uh, it has flirmed up my throat. Um, Legend? Flirmed up my throat. There's flirm in my throat. (laughs) 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 Can't do this anymore. All right, well, we're to the point of the podcast where it's time to get to the questions. I've got some questions for you. Do you have some answers? Or do you have some
4: nipples? Questions.
0: And nipples. Okay, so Sam, why did you choose this album? You know what? I don't really remember why I chose it. I
3: think I was just scrambling for something different because I don't want to just give you metal and punk all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's up that I don't, that's not metal or punk? And then
0: all of a sudden, Johnny Winter popped in my mind. And there you go. And there you have it. What do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Mm, Read my mind.
3: thought you'd heard it probably before, at least still alive and well. And it was, you probably knew it was going to be kind of easy. Didn't really expect much.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I didn't know what to expect. Because my judgment came off of nothing. Again, I felt like I knew the name. I knew Still Alive and Well from you. Other than that, I didn't really know what it was, but I assumed it would be, yeah, rock and roll.
3: Rock and well, roll, man. You didn't have a, like, a pit feeling? Have you ever had a gut feeling where you're like, oh, yeah. oh fuck. Oh, yeah, I have. So it didn't happen on this no, one? No, not at all.
0: Okay. It wasn't a negative thing. It was just kind of like, okay, what's going to happen? I no expected idea. it that way, really. Uh, do you know how many times you listened to it?
3: Uh, probably Six. A little more than I have been listening to things lately. But
0: I'd say six is pretty good. At least your good. own choices.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do definitely listen to yours more than mine. Sometimes I listen to mine like two or three times.
0: Or not at all.
3: That one time. <laughs> I'm bring it up forever. <laughs> what was that? I don't remember what it
0: was. I don't know. I don't Somebody remember. tell us. They'll remember. It's been a while since we... Because I, f- I feel like it was earlier on in the... Shows history. Was it Jethro Tull?
1: No, it wasn't Jethro Tull. It was much before Pen- Jethro
0: Tull. Pentagram? Was it Pentagram? I don't remember. I think it was. Maybe it was I was pentagram. like, I,
3: I know this album front to the back. It's fine. Well, I listened
0: to it five times. <laughs> this so, album? Yeah. That's so I did, pretty good for you. did get more than the basic three. Wow. I usually hang pretty close to the three, uh, but not this time.
3: Wow. It's never five with my list albums, that's crazy. You
0: can't say never. That's not true. Okay, it's rare. It's rare. Rare as a steak.
1: It's rare as
0: um Sam having tame pubic hair. So, do you know what your <laughs> least favorite <clears throat> song is on the album? Okay,
3: this one's been a back and forth.
0: I but- know what it's been back and forth between.
3: So what were the two that are back and forth? What do you you think?
0: Back and forth between that country song. I can't remember what it's called. I'm sorry.
3: Ain't nothing to me.
0: Ain't nothing to me. And
1: cheap tequila. Yeah. Cheap perfume. Cheap perfume.
0: But it is cheap tequila. Uh. Cheap tequila is also my least favorite song. I'll go ahead and throw that out there because it's just fucking trash not like it uh, yeah i mean like in the, on this album it doesn't make sense it doesn't fit at all so that's why i'm saying trash because it just feels mm-hmm. out of place it's you threw someone threw a james taylor song <laughs> on a rock and roll album and it's just out of place
3: i think i gotta give it to uh, fucking the uh, ain't nothing to me i'm just so not a country person that it puts me off and it's just like... I mean, it's so country. I mean, listen to the beginning of it. It's, just, it's like you're in a fucking... I feel like I'm in a horse lair. Is you're that what they're called?
2: No,
0: you can just stop. I'm in
3: a horse. <laughs> it's just not good for me. And then you, Whereas the reason I like it, that I like cheap tequila more, while this part's it has that so breakdown. fucking cheesy, it's still got that...
4: Dun, 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 dun Yeah, yeah. They've just today. I'm not working on this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: What's next?
0: Favorite,
3: favorite song. Favorite song.
1: Most favorite song on the album. I want to know
0: what yours is first.
1: So my second
0: most favorite song was All Tore Down, but I went with a song that was a little more up-tempo. Um, I felt time. this way every time I listened to it. I think I knew pretty much from the beginning what my favorite song was because it stood out to me. Can't you feel it? Can you feel it? Can't you feel Where it? Where is it? There it is. It's like turn two...
3: It's really fucking groovy. It's like the first rock and roll song of the album, too.
0: Yeah, the, well, the first song is like a bar song, so. Yeah. It, or like, not a bar song, but like, it has that just bar a sound. Just has that to it. That, but this sounds just like a rockin' turn up the radio, Fucking drive down the road, you got your sleeveless shirt on, your cans of beer next to you, empty ones in the floorboard next to you as well. Yeah, he's got Molly
3: Hatchet voice strong in this one, too.
2: If I can't make you happy, I'm jumping to <laughs> the river and drown. Yeah, that's good.
3: All right, you know what my favorite song is? You want to take a guess? I'm interested.
0: <sighs> that means I have to pull it up and I have to look.
3: Oh, no, you don't. What's the album called? Still Alive in Mel.
0: Still Alive in Mel. Still Alive in Mel. Oh, yeah. Come on, play it's the Still fuckers. Alive Inside of Mel
3: this beginning riff is the
0: shit. One, two, three, four. a Jimi Hendrix feel? Oh, I think it sounds like Johnny B. Good almost. Which he's covered. Oh, which Johnny sure. Winter has.
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love this song. I love the message of it. It's kind of, I've had the same thoughts in the past, like, well, all my heroes, they were all drunk-asshole idiots, so i got to be a drunk-ass dude. if I want to be great, too. <laughs> it's just... I always like it. Christ! Look at that picture of Johnny Will.
0: Terrifying. Love it. All right, And it's so the first song I'd ever heard. Do you know how old you were when you first started listening to By this? Uh,
3: listening to the song, Still Alive and Well, probably 21. But this album... Probably 26 or 28, not definitely not 27. Okay, <laughs> but in my late 20s,
0: okay,
3: mid 20s, late 20s.
0: Oh, well, I got you, boo.
3: When did you start listening to it?
0: Oh, well, a little over a week ago. Oh, cool. How did you originally feel about this when you first heard it as like the album?
3: The whole album. The first time I heard it was boring to me because I was not into the blues like I am now, or into that style of guitar playing. Mm -hmm. It's the same time when like Led Zeppelin isn't that appealing to me, and and, you know Sabbath was, but I don't know. Just there's there's a lot of classic rock bands that I just kind of shrugged off. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I got over that bullshit and was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Like, oh, his guitar work is so good. And then whenever I remember. When I saw him play with the thumb pick, I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to try and do. And I actually bought some thumb picks and tried to do that. I didn't even remember that until I watched the video earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, I tried to play like Johnny Winter once. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you did it to me once, too, and I was able to hit the notes. (laughs) All right. Would you recommend this today?
3: To, uh, To a small group of people, yes. Okay. If you like rock and roll, yes. Simple answer. <laughs>
0: I'd say it's pretty basic <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah. For the most part. So I think that that's fair. Um,
3: do- I would, I'll say it this way. This is an album I could play in public with people. There's certain albums I won't listen to. And there's certain albums I will listen to with other people like in a car. If they're not like death metal fans or something like that. Yeah. This is an album I can put on. Like I'd put this on at work. I can put this on in the car. If I got somebody I don't really know in there, like from Jell-O or something. It's an, it's an easy listener for people.
0: Well, would I choose to listen to this again? This actually is, I would agree that it is an easy listening album. If I kind of needed, like, I don't know, music like this to choose from, I might listen to it again, but I would definitely skip some songs. 100% skip some motherfucking songs.
3: So skip all of them except for Cheap Tequila?
0: I don't want to talk to you anymore, (laughs) which is good because we are to the point where it's time to talk about what we're going to do next. Oh, yes. And we have something lined up. We do. Don't we? We have some things lined up. We're getting a little more organized. Finally, Um, I have the there's a calendar schedule situation. Things are being written. Things are being booked. And in addition to that, we have a guest on next week's episode. Uh, courtesy of our friend Jimmy Roland. We've talked about him many times. Oh, yeah. With his company, Roland Graphics, and just Jimmy in general, because he used to do uh, Photoshop pictures of us, but he's a busy man. He's got kids. He has twin boys who are fucking toddlers. So.
3: And we went to school with him for many years, and I've known him for a long we time. We essentially Michelle's kind of grew up together,
0: and yeah, so he... And, uh,
3: we might get into some stories about some shit Jimmy and I did. Oh yeah, because you and Jimmy were both
0: <laughs> funny turds.
3: Funny turds and funny turds for sure. And a little vandalistic. Yeah, you there's guys. Were some turds. jumping into bushes stories. There's so, some shitting in pizza boxes stories.
0: This is gonna get bad, but I'm really <laughs> interested to sit back and just listen to the stories that are gonna come out of this. So
3: there's an eating a dead frog story.
0: Oh yeah and it was talked about but the person was never mentioned and then I later found out that it was him but, <laughs> and now people know I'm sorry uh, but he said he vomited it up like right afterwards so it didn't stay in his body I don't remember
3: that part but I well, remember that's the what dead he said to me.
0: he definitely defended himself <laughs> um but he gave us a sublime self-titled album which we called. Yeah, we, th- we assumed that it would be something like that because we know uh, he's kind of like known as being a he's, huge Sublime fan. He's the guy. He's the so, Sublime
3: guy in our town, so in our high school. He was Mr. Sublime.
0: We will be listening to Sublime. We will be here with Jimmy next week. And Fuck yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Jimmy's and then we a good got guy.
3: A, another special episode after that lined yeah, up. Yeah, the it 50th it
0: episode's is- coming up soon. We've got it's something special good planned good for you guys. very exciting, very exciting. Thanks for listening. Yes, we are you. on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. Couple of Critics Podcast. Fuck yeah. And we are all tore down. I'm Sam. That's Michelle. And we're out of here. Bye-bye. We're reflecting out of here like the sun off of Johnny Winter's pale
2: skin.